0: This is the podcast for February 12th, 2010. It's the Blue Girl and Dirt's Glass Podcast. Mm-hmm.
1: I have to make sure my status is invisible. Um, <laughs> so, my Nigerian Skype boy toys don't interrupt our cogent political conversations. <laughs>
0: Someone's always pushing their way into these conversations, trying to sell me penis cream. Look, look, I got a whole shelf full. I already bought all your products. I'm out
1: exactly. of. My, exactly. My mommy won't
0: give me any more allowance for that kind of thing.
1: Oh.
0: It's a drag. Yeah. You'd think, you'd think that uh, Skype and porn would be a natural <laughs> ally. No comment. Yeah, this isn't being recorded, <laughs> is it, Blue Girl? Proceed, like good progressives, let's proceed right. forward with confidence. All right. And pretend this is all going to work out fine. <clears throat> and when we're horribly disappointed in a few minutes, we'll just get over it and try yeah, it again. Try
1: again. Uh-huh. I saw a picture of Sarah Palin at the Tea Party convention. and I. Oh. Don't think I'm being sexist when I say that the photograph I saw looked like it was staged by a porn director. Uh She was sitting on a very large brown leather chair, reading chair, in uh, all black, black silk hose, uh, black V-neck dress.
0: Should I do my Waka jawaka music, (laughs) (laughs) Chihuahua. 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 yeah. Not much was happening, and, <laughs> and so then no,
1: and her hair is big and loose around her shoulders, and she's sitting there with a very large, uh, open-mouthed smile. And and all right microphones are phallic in so many ways and so often i'm not pretending that that isn't the case Uh however she's holding the microphone straight up right next to her crotch there's Uh no subtlety there no and the photo that was published uh was published at a uh, blog that was decrying, it it was nashvilletimes.com, the the blog poster was decrying the fact that Sarah Palin had hijacked the Tea Party movement. Yes. And that true conservatives uh, should have nothing to do with her campaign speech, her (laughs) Republican talking points, that that's not what this movement is about, but now the Tea Party movement is dead because... Yes. It's been co-opted by the Republican Party.
0: It was, you know, which is helpful because it was created by the
1: exactly. Republican Party. Exactly. <laughs> I thought it was created yeah. by Fox. I thought it was created it was. by Glenn Beck.
0: It was created by Glenn Beck and Fox News. And, you know.
1: Fox yeah. News purveyor of conservative GOP porn. party porn. porn. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, and, in it, you know, in advance of our conversation, because we do a little bit of prep, as little as possible mm-hmm. because I'm a very, very lazy person but we wanted to talk about conservatism as pornography and right. Sarah Palin as porn star not from a point of view of isn't she hot no. and you know isn't she this or isn't she that but the mindset of pornographers and the mindset of people who work in the pornography industry and and the people who who view it and how eerily similar the way they think parallels the Tea Party movement and, and parallels the conservative movement, and certainly parallels what Sarah Palin has to offer. Um, and I
1: don't hold myself up as an expert in pornography.
0: Well, neither do I, but I did a little research. Um, <laughs> and I did,
1: all, the, all the bookmarks on my computer are for yeah. research.
0: Yes, I, I just read this for the articles, I swear to you. No, I, 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 You come across. I at least I come across good writing everywhere.
1: Yes, agree with you completely. That some of the absolute best bloggers on social issues and political issues and so forth are actually sex bloggers. Susie Bright, yeah, oh yeah. Fig Leaf at Real Adult Sex, mm-hmm. uh, our friend Scott
0: mm-hmm.
1: at Bill in Exile,
0: um, Arvin at Sex Gender Arvin Body. At
1: sex Gender Body. They're all very bright, very mm-hmm. talented writers, and. Uh, Reading them for the article is exactly what it's, what it's all about. It
0: is. And there's a wonderful writer named Susanna Breslin who who writes on lots of things. But she wrote this really terrific essay that was mostly about um, financial market reporting of the porn industry. Hmm. Um, the, sort of the collapse of the porn industry from the good old days – to the crappy amateur hour, you know, nobody can get in, get paid. Mm-hmm. Does this sound familiar to anybody at the Tribune? <laughs> um, yeah. Days that we have now and how the standards have dropped and just anything goes. So the goes. Internet
1: has killed yeah. the, Killed the paid pornography
0: industry. Exactly. And, yeah. and why you, you rarely see men in porn anymore because machines are cheaper. And a lot of things that I, I just – it never occurred to me to think that way. But it is primarily – it is the purest examples of capitalism
1: mm-hmm.
0: around. You know, it, it really is as about as raw, naked capitalism as you can find. Oh yeah, and, and, no and, and really, well, and because it is, it, it truly is where extremely personal things intersect with cultural norms and, and
1: political norms and societal norms and yeah, and,
0: and religious and morality. Absolutely, and those it issues all are all right together. there. Um, so so. Ms. Breslin um mm-hmm. did essentially financial media reporting on the pornography industry. And she wrote this essay called They Shoot Porn Stars, Don't They, which was a callback to a movie called They Shoot Horses Don't They. Uh about, which is a about great, the
1: Depression. Yes. Of
0: a Great Depression and a dance contest mm-hmm. where, you know, it's it's a brutal, cruel industry that grinds everyone down for the enrichment of a very few. And I, I got this quote and see if this doesn't remind you a whole lot of what you were seeing and hearing at the Tea Party rally and at conservative um, rallies generally at the uh, uh, the conservative party CPAC group okay. every year. Um,
1: which is coming up, by the way, at the end up. of February. CPAC, yeah. is, CPAC is the first weekend of Lent, everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so get your Lent freak on.
1: <laughs> Someone said they're giving up gays. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well... Uh, You'll be seeing a post for me about Andrew Sullivan very shortly, so let's, let's uh, <laughs> <On> prefigure <topic. laughs> that. I'll stay on topic. So uh, Ms. Breslin uh, says the following. Despite the smoke and mirrors, the fake orgasms, the unreal bodies, the cockamamie premises, does that sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Something else altogether lay behind the curtain. What that something was would take me several years to discover, yet on that day I was sure of one thing. In Porn Valley, reality and fantasy are one in the same. And that is exactly what conservatism and the Tea Partiers are offering to each other. And Fox what Sarah, News. Absolutely. But it's thing, what Sarah yeah. Palin offers. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, she's real. She sits right there. She's in the flesh. But the crap coming out of her mouth is so deep. There's no plot to it. There's mm-hmm. no story. There's no reality to it. There's no facts behind it. It's pure, in a sense, pornography. Mm-hmm. And the people, you know, eat it up, sop it up with a biscuit. They love it because she is their their fantasy object. Mm -hmm. She has nothing else to offer. It also occurred to me that the reaction of conservatives, when you call them on the fact that they have this weird fetish that Mm -hmm. they call conservatism, is exactly the same as when you interrupt someone who's, you know, <laughs> deep in the throes of their pornography.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you catch them at it when they're not really deeply involved, when you just find it under their mattress, let's say, mm-hmm. they laugh and shrug it off. You know, Rush Limbaugh's just an entertainer. Right. You know, Sarah, Sarah Palin's just, she's just a good old housewife. She's just a nice lady from Wasilla. She's just a soccer mom. So if you catch them at it while they're not deep in the throes of, of conservative pornography passion, they shrug it off and snicker and pretend it's all a friggin' game. Yes. But when you catch them in the act, when you catch them in flagrante, mm-hmm. they get furious. They get furiously angry. How mm-hmm. dare you? How dare you interrupt me? How dare you, essentially? How right. dare you kick the bathroom door open right. and see right. me doing this horribly freakish thing that I'm doing?
1: You saw that with the woman who was the people that are lined up to get her book their, her book signed. Mm-hmm. were deep in flagrante. And when the reporter from MSNBC said to the woman with the anti-bank uh, bailout t-shirt, mm-hmm. uh, well, you know, Sarah Palin, McC- McCain-Palin was for that. Yeah. That was a Bush thing. That was, you know, that was back in October of last year when Bush was president. Mm-hmm. And McCain-Palin both supported that. Mm-hmm. They didn't support... Or, they didn't support the stimulus but they supported the bailout and and the woman just i mean she was a very young girl practically but she just had to reboot her brain i mean yeah. it just yeah
0: it no i still click. love
1: her i still love her you don't understand i still love her of course i do you know and i agree well, with and, everything she says
0: and what what fox and Ra- hate radio and the tea mm-hmm. partyists and sarah palin those folks offer their people is a fully immersive three-dimensional, avatar-like pornographic experience Mm -hmm. 24 hours a day. Yes, They get to have their kink flattered and pandered to all day long. And and it's exactly the same exchange as pornography. I will tell you, I will put on a little show in which... You know, Glenn Beck, the pizza guy, shows up at your door <laughs> oh, with some weird conspiracy theories, oh. and you invite him in. You and had then... to go there. I did. I had to go there. Or Glenn Beck, the cable guy, or Glenn Beck, mm-hmm. whatever. Some you know, some creepy guy shows up at your door, and and you invite him in, and then unspeakably sticky, weird things happen, and then he goes home with no plot or meaning mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or context or anything, and you mm-hmm. feel satisfied mm-hmm. in exchange for money in exchange for which advertisers get paid by your viewership. Mm -hmm. So it is exactly the same exchange as you have uh, uh, with anyone buying a dirty magazine or anyone buying a pornographic DVD Mm -hmm. or anyone hiring a prostitute, for that matter. Mm -hmm. You pay them money to say and do what you want them to do. Then they take your money and go away. And that is the conservative movement. It Mm -hmm. has become a pornographic movement. Um, and I'm going to offer you one more quote from this wonderful article uh, by Ms. Breslin. And she says, the experience was surreal. I had stepped into an other world. Now, now think about that. As you look in from the outside, think about how absolutely surreal it is to watch these people delude themselves on camera to the applause of thousands of people in the audience. Mm-hmm. I had stepped into an other world in which the old rules no longer applied. Where people screwed in public atop fire trucks and ejaculating on command was part of the job description. What is Glenn Beck's? What is Rush Limbaugh? But mm-hmm. you know, hateful ejaculation on command yep. every day at the same time. You get exactly the same fix mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. of pornographic, of deeply aggressively hateful mm-hmm. pornography,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you get it legally and for all intents and purposes for nothing
1: because
0: mm-hmm. advertisers pay the bill. All and, you have and, to do is...
1: and a very large part of that is, as was a cornerstone of Sarah Palin's speech this weekend, mm-hmm. Jesus.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: That's what is so obscene about
0: this. And let, let me say this to be very clear and for the record. Every time Sarah Palin opens her mouth or Glenn Beck opens his mouth and or Ann Coulter opens her mouth and talks about... Jesus or God, as far as I'm concerned, they re-crucify Christ yeah, every yeah. time they do that. Mm-hmm. These people have nothing to do with Christianity. Um, it has to do with continuing to offer ignorant, angry, hateful people a an outlet, a pornographic outlet mm-hmm. for their rage in exchange for votes and money. You know, if you're a group that, like the Republicans do, that embrace this hatred mm-hmm. for its electoral fertility, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. you are... You then you have no business in the public square. Mm-hmm. You are you are you have no business touching the levers of power in this country. And for the Democrats, quit trying to accommodate these people. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And anyway. I, and and also, I want to say as a woman, how horribly offended I am by Sarah, what Sarah Palin has done to women in politics, mm-hmm. in terms of what was revealed last week that, you know, her husband basically ran half the state of Alaska while she was governor. And <laughs> Yeah. You know, this keeps coming out that she's lazy. She's just lazy. <laughs> and you know, the cribs she the crib notes on her hand and the I mean she doesn't want to do her homework to talk for a hundred thousand dollars.
0: And the crib notes on her hands were not obscure foreign policy points.
1: Right. Like no. the capital of a tiny it was country. Cut also. taxes. It was. It,
0: was, it was. No, it was. It was. What four things do you believe are most important to right. this country? Right. Oh, right. let me let me jot that down on my hands. And she wrote
1: like, economy yeah. and crossed it out and wrote cut taxes.
0: hmm And it, you and have
1: a problem remembering that?
0: Uh, yes, she does. <laughs> yes, she
1: and, does.
0: And I remind you that we do have, you know, we do have lady governors. In the, yeah. in the in the Democratic Party, we had we had Ann Richards. We have ladies. We had, had Ann Richards, oh, Anne Richards who could kick Sarah Palin's Absolutely. ass. Absolutely,
1: intellectually and physically. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so we have we we love our smart you know liberal women on this side. We love our highly intelligent, highly capable, extraordinarily accomplished liberal. Secretary
1: of State. <laughs> women, Secretary of State
0: on this side. We do. And, and that's why we despise Palin so much because yeah. she has made, you know, Yahooism, stupidism, you know, being a a, a smiling perky, you know, blow up doll, porn star mm-hmm. um into something acceptable. Yep. And okay. and that is their and it that hurts is the Every answer. other
1: woman who runs for office mm-hmm. has to it, brush up against that. Mm-hmm. and and whether whether it means that you have to actually become that which is which has a big fail on it mm-hmm. or uh convince people that you're not that it's just one more rung one more pile of manure on the glass ceiling you know it really is well we we're going to um continue our conversation about Sarah Palin by talking about the Davids
0: yes going to steal a, a movie title from a sequel to Chinatown, which was the two Jakes,
1: and this oh, is the, yeah. t-
0: the two Davids.
1: This is the two Davids. Two Davids. David Broder
0: and David Effing Brooks.
1: David Effing Brooks.
0: <laughs> which I believe I've succeeded in embedding as his true name. <laughs> I
1: think that's his actual birth certificate. If we when we find the real birth certificate <laughs> for David Brooks, we will see. David
0: Brooks's Kenyan birth certificate. Well, <laughs> we read will it.
1: know. The middle David name F-ing
0: is. Yeah, because he's not from this country. you know. No, he's from a, he's from a different country. He's from some ra- he's from Reagan land.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. He's from Reagan land. You're right. He's,
0: he's from a fictional land that he, Driftglass said, segueing cleverly into the topic. Um, he he and not anymore. Uh, yeah, well, i just going to drag it right in here. Um, it is my contention, and I think this can be demonstrated with an overwhelming amount of quotes and evidence and links and just direct observation that there's two facts about David Brooks. And first is he is the friggin' Samuel L. Jackson of political talk show people. <laughs> <laughs> he is on every, He's on single, every single
1: show. show. Seriously. He is. He's everywhere. You know,
0: he really is. I, I half expected him to be, on the air, you know, helping to call Bulls games locally. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the traffic helicopter guy is going to sound a lot like David Brooks. Um, he's everywhere. Um, he is on the NewsHour. He is on Charlie Rhodes for an hour, which I'm currently dissecting and we will have a post up in the next day or two. Um, he is on the Sunday morning talk shows. He is on the radio. He He's everywhere. And he's everywhere because he and uh, another um, expatriate conservative talk show person, uh, Andrew Sullivan, about whom I also write, is are constructing an alternate conservative reality so that expatriate conservatives, reasonable conservatives, you know, people like them, well well healed um people who feel alienated by the Tea Party turn their party has taken. They're and giving Sarah them a, Palin. And Sarah Palin, oh, who are who are completely freaked out and terrified by by the Palin and
1: her audience, yes.
0: Um, they are single-handedly constructing uh, a big lie for people like them to live in, like a tree fort. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a big lie composed of the the idea that conservatism only started going wrong sometime between late 2004 and early 2005, maybe mid 2005, but that everything that went wrong with conservatism happened during the latter half of the Bush administration. And this affords people like Mr. Brooke... Can you
1: say that sentence again?
0: Sure. Um, That they're constructing an alternate theory of history for um, rich expatriate or well-to-do expatriate um, conservatives like themselves that conservatism only started to go wrong um, sometime between late 2004 and early 2005. And then the only people to blame really for what went wrong with conservatism were George Bush, Dick Cheney and Don Rumsfeld. And. This gives them, because these people are basically editorialists and pundits and public intellectuals, mm-hmm. and if conservatism had been going wrong for a very long time, before George Bush, before 2004, then these people would have effectively been wrong about everything for their entire adult lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That If Cheney and Bush and Rumsfeld were the apotheosis of mm-hmm. conservatism, mm-hmm. were the natural predictable outcome of a 30-year march into barbarism and stupidity and and hatred and ignorance, then these people would have been marching along that parade, making money off of it, being its intellectual um, standard bearers for 90% of the march into darkness. And only once it got too, you know, too much for them to bear personally, they jumped ship. Well, where do you go when you're a public intellectual and you've been touting conservatism your entire life? And it turns out everything you believe is a lie. Well, you use your public platform to invent a lie, to mm-hmm. explain the lie. And the lie is, no, 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 conservatism was going just fine up until it was the moment it was hijacked by these horrible aberrant creatures called Bush and Cheney who fooled us all into believing they were real conservatives when they weren't. But the horror that David Brooks has and, and clearly expressed when he was on the Charlie Rose show for the tea baggers, um, Charles, uh, he, he said it was a natural outcome of the distrust of government. That government, you know, pe- these people really are, are fearful and mm-hmm. and really are, are terrified of their own government. Mm-hmm. And they spent an hour talking about these issues, which is a very long time in television.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But but they spent ten seconds discussing how this happened in the first place. How did it get to be that you have you know millions of Americans? who are pathologically terrified and hateful and hate their government and are, are, are so fearful of it. That are rather we really just,
1: sure that there are that many of them?
0: I don't know, but I'm guessing that's the assertion they're making based on the polls, mm-hmm. the popularity of the – and it's sort of just a bunch of angry Americans. Mm-hmm. And his – his really, this is, this is almost a direct quote. He said, well, it all started with Watergate and Vietnam, and then there were some other things. And then <laughs> – and then he, then he just skips. <laughs> then he just you know, blithely skips over forty years of history. Most of
1: our adult lives. Just, lives to 2010,
0: you know, and then a bunch of other stuff happened. And then these people just showed up, and who knows where they came from? Well, that is such a colossal and 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 despicable yeah. lie. Right. Um, and, and so, David Iran Bush Contra
1: said, is not germane, well, and Iraq well. is not
0: germane, no. and. No. Well, the Rush Limbaugh being on the air for yeah. 20 years, um, being a person that was celebrated by Republicans. The rise Republicans,
1: of Fox News is nothing, not yeah. something we need to worry well, about.
0: Newt Gingrich, yeah. you know, telling his followers to, to go and get in front of every microphone you can and call Democrats traitors, call right. them liars, call them yellow, call them un-American as a matter of strategy. Mm-hmm. That was that was 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And... and and it is absolutely essential for, for David Brooks and people like David Brooks and for Andrew Sullivan to, to keep their that jobs, yeah. to pretend that never happened or that they were yep. completely oblivious to it. Because yep. while it was going on, they were telling people like us who were warning against that to, to you know, that we oh, were crackpots. No, what a, yeah,
1: whatever. Yeah.
0: That were fringy, that those people weren't relevant. They weren't important. And we were saying, yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. They're dangerous. They're and your party. party.
1: They're taking over your party. Yeah. Yeah.
0: and. Yeah. Having been proven unassailably right, and having really no other skill sets, you Mm -hmm, know, other than mm -hmm. other than going in front of a camera and saying little, you know, clever little things to people like Chris Matthews. um, Where do people like Andrew Sullivan or David Brooks go? Well, they have to invent a completely fictional history, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which makes it funny when you hear them critiquing Mm -hmm. the Palinites and the way they invent their own history to suit their ideology. As even as they invent their own. Completely bogus, completely ridiculous ideology. The difference, okay. Okay. the difference being, oh, no, just one more thing. The difference being, the lie that's being invented by people like Brooks and Sullivan is much more um, suitable mm-hmm. and much more um, wearable by people like people like David Gregory, you mm-hmm. know, establishment media people who also got it wrong.
1: Yes.
0: So you're you're likely to see a lot more acceptance of Sullivan's. And Brooks' lies, because it forgives so many other people who got it wrong.
1: Mm-hmm. Which
0: brings yeah. us, I believe, to David Broder.
1: David Broder. That's where I was going to segue for just a moment, because yeah. his, column, uh, his column on Sarah Palin about, oh, she's so right about everything. And whoever wants to oppose her is going to have to come up with something better than that she wrote on her hand. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, where do you want me to start, David? Mm-hmm. You know, Um it just—it astonished me that, and I, it astonished a lot of people that uh, he seemed to be, as one of my colleagues put it, smoking the drapes. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? as as
0: as as I like to say, hot tubbing in Kool Aid, you
1: know. Yeah, hot tubbing in Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. Um, or as I said, at the aristocrats, <laughs> that was <laughs> I nasty. The, oh. I read your comment.
0: It was. It was beautiful, by the way. The thing of beauty, bluegill.
1: Senile is the new retard. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
0: huh? But anyways, but he is forgiven.
1: Apparently, he's the dean. You know, he is, so
0: he cannot fall from grace mm-hmm. because
1: he'll he, have another column next week and next week and as long sure. as he as long doesn't as want, to, want to retire. But that brings me to. What I think needs to be our last point, given our mm-hmm. time constraints, yes, uh, which is that there are two people who have pivoted away from conservatism and actually said, "No, I'm a progressive now."
0: And you're and you're working on a third, I believe.
1: I'm working on a third. I I w- yeah. won't convert her, but
0: yes, I but you're trying.
1: I'm trying to convert Pammy out really to the light side. I really which am. makes you
0: which makes you a, such a far better person than me. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but you know good on you blue gal.
1: well, you know but i don't who, I don't expect to succeed, let me put it no, that way, but
0: no, but you, tr- you gave it did a legitimate
1: I gave it i I invited her to come over, yes, I did today on my blog, uh, but that's it, bloggers uh balloon juice and mm-hmm. little green, amazingly little green footballs uh-huh. have uh both said, look, enough of this, this is not. What I want to identify with, and we're going to switch gears and become progressive blogs, essentially, uh, mm-hmm. certainly Democratic blogs. Juice, um I think, has some very good criticisms of Obama and uh, yeah. very mature political. I mean, now that now that they're on our side, I can yeah. say that.
0: Well, and you know who else has a lot of mature, good criticisms of Obama? Mm-hmm. Most liberal blogs do. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. this idea that, that all liberals and progressives you know, are lockstep. Lockstep,
1: as Pammy said, yes. Yeah.
0: Is is a complete it's invention blowing. of Blowny. a guy named Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Because yeah. as we discussed during our last, uh, our last podcast, most conservatives don't know anything about liberals at all. They don't right. know what we believe. They don't know what we think. They don't, don't know what we think of them. They only know what Rush Limbaugh tells them mm-hmm. we believe. Mm-hmm. And he tells them this, you know, pack of lies. Yeah. And one of the lies is that we're all, you know, we're all Obamaites, and we're all we were all waiting for the yeah. one. And
1: Isn't the, that, it, the Pumas believe that too, though. Yeah. I have well, to yeah, say. but
0: we we are a you know we are a a spicy bunch over here. Yes, yeah. we like lots of diverse opinions. We love having good good you know heated arguments, um, well reasoned hopefully with an occasional F-bomb thrown in. Yeah. But we don't ever march in lockstep. That's, you know, that's one of our weaknesses in, right. a, in a political yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. But the idea that, um, you know, that's what, that's why we welcome people who want to come and play in our sandbox. Mm-hmm. Um, all we ask is that you, um, <laughs> you know, denounce, you must denounce the Bush regime. No, you have you have to sort of walk your own ideology back to the point where, where you know, what happened? Yeah. Tell us, you know, give yeah. us a little a clue as to where you got this wrong, you know, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I get stuff wrong all the time. Right. Um, right. It's not a sin. It's a sin when you build an ideology on your lie that's so and, and you become so desperate to keep the lie going that you're willing to sacrifice everything else. Yeah, And that's where and that's how the right went crazy. That's where it went mad, because supporting the lie that the Bush administrations were putting, the Bush administrations were pushing out. Uh, on top of all the other lies that had stacked up over the last 30 years uh, became their entire ideology Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and there were a group of people who kept calling them on it and they were liberals and so they could shorthand their entire belief system into whatever makes liberals mad is what we believe in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well and the Bush administration just said that's great you know what makes makes liberals really mad shredding the constitution let's do that wouldn't that be fun and the right all said yeah let's do that you know what else liberals hate? Wiretapping. And Let's they hate torture. That. Let's do that. That'll be fun. That'll make those liberals angry. And these, you know, no-neck, mouth-breathing pinheads all said, oh, yeah, that'll be fun, too. Let's do that. Let's make those liberals mad by getting rid of civil rights. Yep. yep. And they followed, you know, these people into the abyss. And we want them back. We want mm-hmm. our fellow citizens back in in the fight. You want them to rejoin the democracy yeah. part of the American democracy. Well,
1: and Jonathan Turley has said that many times on MSNBC that one of the one of the reasons that the right and the Bush administration people in the Bush administration tortured and wiretapped is they liked it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't simple as that. They liked doing right.
0: it. Well, and, and that's so- and there's a certain I can and that part, you know, a very you know dark part of. Human nature, a very mm-hmm. dark part of me mm-hmm. completely understands that. Yeah. yeah. Know, I want to hurt the person who hurt me. I don't want to yep. reason with them. Yep. I don't want to talk to them. I want to see them suffer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that is a, that is a visceral anger reaction from my reptilian brain. And mm-hmm. I accept it, and that's part of being human. But yeah. you don't make a foreign policy out of that.
1: Right. Right.
0: And that's why you don't let that's grieving parents That's why you parents,
1: have constitutions. Yeah, that's okay. why you have
0: cops and judges and lawyers. Yeah, you, you don't, don't have let grieving parents, parents, parents on your
1: jury. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You don't let
0: them. You don't let the angry father decide what the kid who attacked his daughter what their sentence should be. Right. Cuz they'd all be killed. Yep. You know, you have to take that's passion what out of
1: civilization is about.
0: Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And and when you start when you start deliberately reinfusing rage and fury and revenge into your civil society, you mean as like, the tea ba- tea
1: like the tea partiers. <laughs> that's
0: that's my definition of barbarism.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Is you you have deliberately turned your back on civilization because it feels really good. It does. Yeah. And yeah. and the people who warn you that one day you're going to pay for this, one day there's going to be a hell of a hangover. Yep. You tell them to shut the fuck up. Yep. yep. Well, and here we are in the bright new you know year of 2010, okay. and
1: that was Tom Tancredo's speech. You know. With, oh, you know we need a test. We need a mm-hmm. test to vote and every everybody who remembers nineteen sixties <laughs> says, Huh? What? What are you talking? You're kidding, right? You can't be serious.
0: Well and not to not to reinfuse, you know, the alcoholism theme back in here, mm-hmm. but having awakened from our hangover, yeah. we're being offered two options, which is drink more Have a
1: drink, yeah.
0: Drink harder or yep. finally get off this stuff and yep. sober up and start behaving like grown ups. Yep. And that's what the teabaggers offer. That's what conservatives offer. That's mm-hmm. what the right offers is, you know, you just weren't drunk enough.
1: Yeah, yeah, You should
0: just, you know, drink more, and eventually that sick feeling in your stomach will go away. Yeah. And way too many people are willing to go down that road, and they have a leader, and her name is Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. hmm
1: Let's talk about our email address before we Let's go. talk about our email
0: address. We have an email address. We
1: have an email address. It's D G B yes. G dgbgdriftglassbluegal.com podcast at gmail.com all one one
0: word all one word word. and we reserve the right to use your comments publicly on the air and mock them privately between ourselves (laughs) if Um, if you
1: email us at that address we love hearing from you
0: we do love hearing from you and thank you all for your comments and thank you for your kind remarks and i have been getting the boot put in my ass for doing a fundraiser and i promise you by the end of february there will be a the first ever Drift Glass fundraiser right.
1: and we need the money
0: we do we <laughs> all do. of a sudden
1: we're paying for our podcast so we need the money <laughs>
0: yes yes, we do
1: yes we do thank you Drift Glass this thank you Blue fun.
0: and let's let's get together and do it again fabulous play us out internet kitty
1: podcast is produced under a creative commons license copyright 2010 Driftglass glass blue gal podcast